single woman searching for purpose and success. A housewife, maybe a single mother, you're in the right place. Welcome to Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast with Ms. Lisa Nobles. Activate, motivate, inspire. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast. I am Miss Lisa Nobles, your hostess, and I am so excited and elated to have you join in with me today. Speaking of today, our topic consists of discovering the champion in you. And boy, do I have a guest for you today, family. Let's give a warm welcome to our guest, Queen LaDonna, who is hailed by American and European literary review experts as one of the greatest up-and-coming act-provoking writers, family. And this is, of course, a Again, Miss LaDonna Marie. The literary artist is an award winning international and best selling author. She also is a motivational speaker and founder of Planning Pos- Positive Seeds. Family, let me say that again Planting Positive Seeds. Having earned some of the industry's most glow, glow, glowing reviews, the critically acclaimed writer will be the first to tell you that she has traveled along way to the remarkable destination that she is now enjoying family LaDonna published her first poem in an anthology whispers with the language of American poets in 2007 and went on to self-published her freshman book expressions of the mind body and soul three years later family without any effort on her part she was recognized and received a certificate of congratulations from congressman benny thompson second district of mississippi family so we have another great powerhouse on the show today i am so elated to welcome Ladonna to the savvy speaks round table again family our focus today is on discovering the champion in you Ladonna, welcome again and tell us a little bit more about yourself wow thank you so much for having me on your thank show you for and to all of the listeners i'm so appreciative um thank you for that amazing introduction i also am a uh, single mom of two handsome boys uh, landon and Layton, who i love with all of my heart um I'm just a lover of people, an encourager of people. Um, the books that I write are poetry. I started off with poetry, have some devotionals, and I have children's books. But I really love to impact lives through encouragement and empowerment. Yes. Um, some things that I do, I mean, I love to skate when I'm not writing, you know, <laughs> oh. things like that, just fun things yes. and, um, you know, traveling with my friends. So. Everything that you said, writing the books and the accomplishments, I'm very, very humble. I thank God he started me to writing when I was younger at 14. Wow. And so I've just been living that journey of encouraging people and helping them to, you know, be empowered through their lives. Yes, I love that. I love that, LaDonna. Are you ready, family? Then let's talk about it. Discovering the champion in you. And we are ready to talk championship with LaDonna family. So, all right, LaDonna, <laughs> let's jump right in. You discovered your the champion in you when you realized God's plan for your life. You had to yes. become, yeah, you had to become different versions of yourself during this time as you advocate. So, can you explain to our audience what that mean, means for you? Okay. So discovering a champion in in you, um, for me, it, it looks like you 
discovering, you know, looking at who you are. It's kind of like mm -hmm. a self-awareness piece because mm -hmm. um, in, in the first beginning of my journey, you know, I got a, God was telling me that, hey, I'm going to use you. I'm going to heal you first. I'm going to right. heal you and I'm going to use your words, which he gave me the gift of poetry. Of sitting in my room, closed off in my in my little room when I was fourteen. Yeah. He gave me that gift, and he said that your gift and your words will help me to heal others. Because there are a lot of people that even starting at that young age at fourteen, they read my poetry when I shared it with them, right. and it resonated with them. Mm -hmm. So if they were going through something and they felt angry, if they you know they wanted to feel some type of love, or it was just you know expression. Something, right. you know, they didn't have the words to say. It's just like God just dropped those words in my spirit. I wrote a poem about it. I shared it with them. And it was something that they needed. And it helped them to get, like, have their own aha moment about their lives. Right. And so they were able to start seeing themselves outside of themselves. So that's a, that's a way that I write because no one really wants you to tell you, this is what's wrong. This is what's wrong. This is what's wrong. But if you write it in a way that they, right. there's a character or there's, you know, where you can, re where it can resonate with something in their spirit, then they'll receive it better. And so discovering that champion, because it's hard sometimes to look in the mirror, yes, but that's the is. first thing that you have to actually have to do. So I had to look in the mirror and find, get all that hurt, that pain, you know, whatever it was that was bothering me. Um, you know, the words that I had heard that I would never be enough at a yes. young age. Yes. Those things really, really bothered me because I had God on the other side saying that you are enough and that I validate you and that this is your this is what I want you to do for the rest of your life. Your purpose is to help me to empower other people. Yes. And then on the other hand, I had some people saying that, you know, this is not this is this can't really happen or, you know, they didn't really believe in it. And so I was torn between the two. Yes. But when I really sat down and I thought about it, I said, I'm going to go for the one. I'm going to go with what God says. And so I had to become a different version of myself, even though I was young. And even though I didn't have all of the support that I wanted, I chose to believe in the higher calling. Yes. I chose to believe in the higher things. Things I had to face, even though I couldn't see, you know, mm -hmm. where I am today and the accomplishments that I have. But I believe I first believed that I could get there and that I could be that person that he was telling me that I was. So at that early stage, Miss Lisa, I was de developing my champion because I yes. had to do that work. I had to turn it around and keep moving forward. I had to learn the resiliency skills that I needed to not give up. Right. I had to keep going. So uh, being a champion doesn't mean that you're not going to go through things and that, you know, things are not going to happen in your life. And you're not going to have some setbacks and you're not, you know, you're not going to even fail forward, but right. you will. But it's how you bounce back. It's how you prepare yourself, and it's how you change your mental mindset. And that's yes. one of the key things to discovering your champion because you have to start seeing things in a different view than you do than you did before. Yes. And so you're developing places that you want to go. You're seeing the things that you will do and you will accomplish, and you're coming out of that space of just, not thinking that it can um, happen, yes. but going forward knowing that you can. So you're developing, you know, you know, you're finding out who you are, yes. and then you're growing through your process because you have to grow through that whole entire process and to be able to stand on the other side right. and even be able to look back and pull somebody else up because you have to keep moving. 
Yeah. And so, you know, discovering a champion just means to me, you know, like you said, taking on a new version of who you are. Yeah. And knowing that you're not defeated. Come on. But you are empowered to be more, to do more, and you can and you will. And yeah. so you have to take can't out of your, your um, vocabulary mm-hmm. and know that you can. I love that. I love that. I love that. So take that can't out and know that you can. That's the most important thing, I think. (laughs) And as we all can attest, times in our lives where we don't, we all have times in our life where we don't or didn't feel good enough, as you explained um, just earlier, and and especially through um, my research that I saw um, through your program. Do you feel that we shelter our champion that is in us because somewhere we have a belief or value that we are not enough, LaDonna? Yeah, I, I totally I totally believe that because I know in the in the first stages of my life when I heard when I heard it from someone else, so mm-hmm. then their reality slowly became my reality. Okay. So once I heard that from someone else that I wasn't enough, then I started to think that, oh well maybe I'm not enough. Right. So maybe I don't deserve this or maybe no, I didn't hear correctly what God said for my life. And was he really talking to me about this is what you're going to do? So I began to just like kind of doubt the things that, you know, he he was saying because of what I heard. And then because of I was in a space where my self-esteem wasn't totally 100 Mm percent and so when you're in that space then you talk yourself out of opportunities you talk yourself out of Mm -hmm. you know open doors you talk yourself out of just believing that you can't right so once you once you change that inner dialogue and you change that negative self-talk yes you start to emotionally heal you know yourself and know that you can and know that you're victorious and you change your talk about yourself and that's what I, I actually had to do. I had to change my self-talk. If somebody said I couldn't, it wasn't that I was going to prove to them, but I said within myself, yes, you can. Come on. You can do it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, I can do it either. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm doing it for me. I'm, I'm going through this now, mm-hmm. but this is going to be something that I can tell another young girl or I can tell another person mm-hmm. that you can do this. And so, yeah, we sometimes talk ourselves out of things because, there's somewhere in us maybe we don't believe it yeah. or we, you know, we take on something that somebody else said. And once you shed all of those negative thoughts, uh-huh. not to say that you won't have them from time to time, right. of but course. if you change your self-talk mm-hmm. and if you get up in the morning, because I even start doing affirmations. I love them a big yes. affirmations person. I love and that. And so even mm-hmm. I do that with my kids now, you know, I tell them, you know, I am intelligent. I am smart. You know, I'm I a, love a, a God, a child of God. You know, they say that I'm a mighty man of God. So different things that they say that helps to build them up. So when the world starts saying little things or when other people may say some negative things, you deep down inside, we're building that foundation that you already know who you are. Yes. So you have to choose to believe the good and positive things and let the other things just fall to the wayside. I love that a lot of us don't believe the good and positive things and I love that because that's what you're saying is that when we start have that deficit of thinking that we're not enough so I love that so when discovering the champion inside of one yeah. oneself for you means one is growing and one is learning while and during the process of life how can one right. recognize that they may be in a season of learning while on the way to re- 
finding their championship or their champion inside of them versus them giving up versus them giving up i think so for me what Mm -hmm. happened is that (laughs) i think god god talked to me in ways where i started to start i started to look at the lessons that i was learning i start to to look at my experiences as well what did i learn from this experience i know it probably was a mistake you know i know i i I was failing forward and i felt like you know oh my goodness you know maybe this time i did something wrong but Mm -hmm. what i had to step back and reflect was that what did i learn from this situation and what can i go back and do over so that the next time i can do it better right and so that's the mindset that we have to take on we can't just we we can't think about like oh my god this is wrong and i've never do anything right and you know i never have this opportunity again because that's when you start thinking those things and you start putting that out into the atmosphere and then those are the things that start to happen in your world right. and when you change your mindset and when you change your thoughts and when you change what you speak you know not like i said we, we all make mistakes nobody's perfect but when you focus on how can i better myself how can i do this differently what how can i achieve you know what i attempted to achieve at first so now let me regroup let me reflect and let me move forward so just yes. in those experiences that we go through god starts showing me every lesson that i learned and so when you learn the lesson you don't repeat you don't repeat that same journey over and over again when you learn the lesson but it's only when you don't learn that lesson that you continue to do it over and over again and so i think now today people just have to understand that once you come out of a situation or even if you're in a situation right now just take a moment to reflect like take a moment to quiet your mind mm-hmm. you know even if you need to jot it down even if you need to speak you know speak it over with somebody like a close confidant and just talk to them about what you're learning about your situation and how can you improve and what steps that you can take to you know to move yourself forward even if it's just one step right and that's what that's what you have to do because i want to tell you um I published my first book, as you said. I mean, I, I was with a co-author in 2007. Right. But I started writing. I was journaling at the age of 12, but yeah. I started poetry. It turned into poetry at 14. Mm-hmm. I did not publish my own book until 12 years later. Wow. But the thing that I tell people, and that's one thing that I always say, I never stop writing. I never yeah. stopped believing in myself. I always had a, a tablet. I always had a journal. I kept everything because I said to myself, when when the time comes, mm-hmm. I will be ready. Yeah, I will because be ready. Because a lot of people, you know, in my in my in my community, they didn't really, you know, they didn't believe in like the entrepreneur life and you know right. things like that. So, but I couldn't take on their their dream Mm -hmm. this was my journey Mm -hmm. and so all i did was i stayed prepared even i went through hurricane katrina i had moved down there it was my first job yeah i had all of my poetry um hurricane katrina came all of my poetry was in my apartment i went back i had about three or four feet of water in my apartment i went in there and my stuff was covered with water but God uh, graced it that even though I, I got it, I still could read the words. And I told mm-hmm. him then, I made a vow. I said, God, I'm going to do something with this poetry because you could have washed it away. 
you could have, I could, you know, I could have come back to this apartment and I could not recognize anything that I had ever written that I had been writing since I was 14. Right. And so I, I made a, I made a commitment to him to say, I'm going to do something with these words. And so that time it took me five years later, but then I still, you know, put out my first book, Expression of the Mind, Body, and Soul in 2010. And so I just tell people, you just have to be in that mindset of learning and and taking your experience and what are you learning and what are you gaining and what insight do you get and then just take that and move forward with, right. with even one thing right i love that i love that Ladonna. what you're saying because you're what i'm hearing you say also is just take what the lessons that god has given you and then move forward and never give up right don't stop in right. essence i That's love right. that right so you maintain also that what i what i really can appreciate about your message is that championship for you means focusing and working towards your goals is working towards your achievements your success and having that greatness in mind what do yes. what yeah what what can one do to recognize that they have or need to have greatness in mind? And you kind of spoke about mindset briefly just a second ago, but this question really kind of alludes to that. So how can one or how would one know that they have greatness in mind or how should they have greatness in mind? Well, I would say um, you would look at those things that you enjoy doing the most, like. Right. You know, the things that you really enjoy doing. And you know you always hear that. If you if you love doing it, you could you would you could do it without pay. Or you know, you would you could just do it all of the time. But you will look at those things that you find the most joy in and that you um are, are happy, you know, in doing and that you give off authentically. Um right. and so those are the things and that you make the most impact. Because for me, even as a 14-year-old, it was about making impact. It was about touching somebody else's life. Like, it was about sharing something that made somebody else feel good. It was about sharing something that helped you to understand those words that you couldn't get out, but but God helped me to get it just right. You know, your situation, come into your world and give you something that could help you say, oh, that's me, and now I see something that I should do better. So, greatness is just recognizing your greatness is making sure that something that you do you know your god-given ability Mm -hmm. and your purpose um that is all aligned and things that that make you you because there's only one of us on this on this earth and so you can only be you and god gave you and equipped you with with things that are custom made for you tailor made for you you know, it says in the Bible, you know, when we were born, he formed us in our mother's womb. So he right. always knew who we were before we were formed. And so when you find out that thing, that thing that makes you smile, that, that uh, gift that makes you, you know, um, just make, I don't know, just, just make right. your, I get your it. heart. Yeah, because I can feel it. Like I Right, set your heart on fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so that's what, like, writing for me, it was at such a young age. Because, like I said, even when I was writing the poems that I was upset and angry, um, you know, it helped me. It was a safe avenue. It was a therapeutic avenue for me to get those things out. Right. And then once I found out that it was helping and changing so many other people, I was just like, God, this is awesome. You know, this right. is amazing for you to be able to give me the insight that help through the words that you give me that somebody else can read them and that can be amazing. So just, you know, being in tune to who you are as a person, you know, the things that make you happy, the things that set your your heart on fire, 
the things that help you, you know, come closer to impacting another person's life. Right. Those are the things that you develop in your champ, your champion and your genius in so that you can be the most impactful and that your purpose can just thrive throughout I life. And that. so I've had, I've had people, you know, even inbox me and say that your poem saved my life. Oh, and, I know, love I that. Like, oh my, I was like, oh my goodness, like, thank God. And I had a young girl one time, her dad came by my table and I was just talking because most time when I go places, I always just ask God to send the people who need what He's given me right. to give. Mm-hmm. And so I had a guy who came by, and he was just—he didn't—he didn't like at first he wasn't going to buy a book, but he just needed to talk. Right. And so I was there to listen, and we were talking. He had a teenager, and I have a book called Lessons um, Shadow Pieces Being Restored, and it's about three teenagers. And mm-hmm. so I was talking to him a little bit about the book, and I was sharing. So long story short, he bought the book. Right. I wrote something in there for his daughter because I asked, you know, God, what he wanted me to write. And I wrote something in there for her and he bought it and he took it to her. And then probably the next day or two, she inboxed me on Facebook. She found me and mm-hmm. she was like, wow. She's like, I know it was God sending my, my dad to you. He said, yes. because I read the book. I read what you wrote to me yes. inside of the book. And he said, and then I read the book and she said, everything in there sounds like my life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it sounds like you. it was written just for me. And she's like, I'm so thankful that he stopped and, you know, he got this and it's for me because I really don't read books. And I was like, it was right on time. Yes. So I was blessed at the fact that she was able to know that somebody could could get on the level where she was and feel what she was feeling. But God also gives me that empowerment to raise you up. To right. build you up into those places that maybe somebody that's close to you can't get to you at. Yes. She gives me that insight. And so that book, I know that her life was changed because it says, like it says, lessons shadow pieces can be restored. Mm-hmm. So no matter what you go through, you can be restored. No, no matter how painful or hurtful, you know, you can be restored to a place of peace and a place of harmony. I and love a place that. of just enjoying life. I think we forget that, wouldn't you say, uh, LaDonna? We forget about peace and harmony and enjoying life, you know. And I, and I, right. yeah, and 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 in so many respects, we probably forget that we have a champion. Which uh, <laughs> leads, I mean, you know, which leads me to our right. next part of the segment of, you know, with you, you, we talked offline a moment ago, and we were talking about how you located your champion. You you got your champion. You are operating in a spirit of excellence. You have done so with with exceptionalists and with literary literary achievements. How many books have you published at this date and time? Especially since you shared your journey from writing at such a young age until now, you're in, an international author. Yes. So I thank you so much. Mm-hmm. I, thank God you. The glory. Um, yeah. I have published on my own. I have nine books. Okay. I have nine to date. And but I've co-authored uh, about seven. Okay. I've co-authored, I've co-authored seven. Two should be coming out this year, so that'll be nine. Right. <laughs> Before okay. 2018 is over. Awesome. With, but mm-hmm. So all together, yeah, I have about 16 out there in the world um, that I'm helping to empower other people right. with, and just I, I love to help people. I love to assisting others through transforming their lives through uh, personal development. And mm-hmm. personal development and finding those resiliency skills that you need and just letting people know that, you know, God is with you no matter what you go through. You know, the hard times, right. these different times when sometimes people feel that he's so far away, but guess what? He's right. He's right there. 
and you just have to continue to rely on him and right. the books that he has allowed me to write just by the title themselves like expressions of the mind body and soul that was the first book right that i love that to write mm-hmm. and then until tomorrow comes i took two years off and and, and tried to um just listen to exactly you know the the path wow. and where he wanted me to go mm-hmm. and so until tomorrow comes it's just a, a journey of uh growth and awareness like looking right. at yourself and knowing who you are and what are you doing in today mm-hmm. that will help you until that day comes when you're able to encourage yourself and empower yourself and motivate yourself like how are you building yourself up now right and so it's just a title that he gives me you know i know that they're helping so many people out there in the world and i'm just honored to be able to stand in this vein to write books that empower people and on so many levels of poetry or children's right. book i just wrote my first children's book last year in 2017 where i published it um, and last year I have devotionals, uh, quiet moments with God, a 31 day devotional right. um, of life lessons. And so it's just helping. I just did a rebuilding fragments workbook, just helping people build those resiliency tools, right. no matter what you're going through in your life. And so God has me in the vein to just encourage those who need encouraging. And I love I'm that. happy to do it because mm-hmm. I shared a lot of those spaces, you know, with them, even in that time period when I was 14, mm-hmm. um, I, I uh, attempted to commit suicide. Oh, my and, God. Yeah, that's when, when God came to me because I felt like, as I, I, I noted earlier, when I heard that I wasn't enough, and when I started to almost, like, fade into that and believe, you know, in that, God came to me, and he was like, look, I validate you, daughter. I I love I that. Validate I validate you. you. And mm-hmm. so the, the attempt didn't go through, and he told me, he was like, no, I have so much more for you to do on this earth and that this is not going to be this is not your this is not your last day on earth and so since that day Mm -hmm. of me attempting to take my own life i i wake up every day with a new fresh um anointing and this fresh view on on life and i'm happy and i'm smiling and i'm always encouraging others and and God helped me to, like in my third book of the lesson, Shadow Peace Being Restored, I gave a little piece of the, about the suicide in that yeah. book because he mm-hmm. told me then, he said, you have to tell them, you have to give them a little bit of you. Come because on. you have to let them know why you're so happy and why you're so right. encouraging and why you're so, you know, you love to empower people. And so I had to take them to a place, that place, and share with them that low, you know, place right. that I was mm-hmm. at. But then when God said, I validate you no matter who around you tells you don't believe in your gifts. They may not think that your poetry is moving forward. They may not pat you on the back or they may not say congratulations. He said, but I, I gave you this gift. And so that is what helped me every day and each and every day, because I know that there's somebody else out there that's just like I was when I was 14 and they need that encouragement and they need somebody to tell them that you matter and that you're amazing and that you rock and that you have these gifts and talents inside of you and that you can impact and change the world. And so I like to speak life into other people because I want to be that person that I needed when I was younger because God was the person that did it for me. And so therefore I can do it for other people. I love that. When we have passion for our purpose, we just shine in that. And you definitely exemplify that. But LaDonna, as you were speaking, I had, I thought of another question. You have written so many books. And of course, you said seven of them, if I'm not mistaken, you co-authored. The ones that you 
wrote yourself did you actually self-publish them or how did that transaction or that transition happen within your life because some some of our audience you know they come from all walks of life and and I'm sure people who are interested in publishing and writing books this would be a great testament of how to get there yes so I did I started out self-publishing um I mean all of my books are self-published they mm-hmm. they are and I'm I'm so excited about it because you wow. know God when God put that motivation in yes, my ma- spirit when wow. I started writing when I was younger yes. I was like I'm just I'm not going to give up no matter how long it, it takes mm-hmm. no matter what happens life situations because I mean before I published that first book I was pregnant with my second son right. and I was like I had a I had my book baby came and then my real baby came so right. it was just like I was still doing so much but yes self publishing was the route that I took. Mm-hmm. Um, I published the first one with a company. Um, I, I did a company, and then those two years, two and a half years that I took off, that was the time that I just did all of my research. Because you know, a lot of right. us want things, and we uh-huh. want the quick microwave answer. Uh-huh. So sometimes we got to get our hands dirty, and we have to, you know, dig in. Right. And so I, I utilized that that internet, and and Google has everything. <laughs> so yeah. I just I took the time that I needed to you know, research companies and research, like, what would I want if I publish and, you know, how can I do this and, like, what would be a, a, a good cost to uh, pay to publish and right. like, what do I need? Do I need editors? Do I need, um, right. what type of editor do I need? And so I just looked into all of those things. So in that two and a half years that I took off before I did my second book, um, I just learned the ins and outs of how right. to do it and, and how to just, you know, be my biggest cheerleader because I oh, knew that I believed in my dream. And I have to be the person that um, believes the most to get anybody else to take a notice of it. And so I love from that. then on, I just learned the, the processes. You know, I wrote the book. You know, I got them edited and everything and, and, and followed those steps and self-published. Um, they have a lot of platforms out there that create space. They have Ingram Spark. Yes. Um, they have Lightning Source. So there's a lot of places that you can go and you can do things and a uh, hint hint uh, telling everybody I'm a little wiser now if you can't do it then you get somebody else and you can delegate you can delegate for somebody to do the things that you Amen. can't do mm-hmm. and so that you don't have to turn your wheels on things that you you don't you know you don't know right. or whatever I didn't go to school for English and literature wow. I just write and so I, I found an editor to go in there and help me with my grammar and just making sure I have everything the way that it needs to be and that I never lose my voice inside of my book, but you right. want to make sure that they're edited well and that they have you know, no mistakes. Right. Um, and so stuff like that. So it's just like you have to be determined to get your dream accomplished. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to keep 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 fighting, keep moving, keep working, even when it, it doesn't look like <laughs> it's you know, things work. are, are going to move. Yeah, are going to work. And so, but you just have to be determined. I think that's the major two things that I have, the determination and that motivation and that's what keeps me going like even all the way up until now you know nine books in i still have three of my own that i'm targeting for this year right um that i want to do as well as the other two so that the two co-authors and it's just making sure that i stay on task i set a right. schedule you know a tentative schedule sometimes things you know happen life of happens course. things happen but you just have to make sure you have a guide and that you're working uh, towards your goals and you set dates and you work, you make smart goals you make right. smart goals that help you so that you can accomplish them in a time period that is great for you and that you have all of the necessary resources 
that you need to get your job to get it done. Well, I love that. But because no, oh, I'm sorry, but I love what you're saying because what I want the family to realize is that even though you self-published, you may have had that first one, you know, with a regular publishing company, but you still were able to achieve so much. God was in that because you, yeah. I mean, as a self-published, I just think that that's so fantastic that people need to really realize is that you didn't let that stop you. You self-published and you right. have several awards. <laughs> I mean, does that I make do. sense? It's not about just that you made the award, but it's because you were in your purpose. Right. Yeah. And that's what I tell people all the time. Cause you know, sometimes Lisa, I, sh- I shied away mm-hmm. from, Talking up, even talking about the awards and, and, right, and right, behind right. the scenes, like uh-huh. God had to get me. He had to correct me, and he said, he told me, he said, don't feel, you know, don't feel bad and don't shy away from right. it. It was because you were working in obedience, Come and on, you girl. were doing what I purpose you to do. Mm-hmm. So I was, like I told you offline, I was listening. I was, I write what he right. says. Right when the inspiration comes, you know, I'm very uh, diligent about making sure I get his voice, his will right. for these books. And so he was like, when you get those awards, you know, don't, don't be ashamed and don't not, you know, of course. Or people like, oh, LaDonna, it's another award. But for me, I'm working in my purpose because Come I on. trust what he says for my life. I trust the doors that he opens up because he said, hey, if you, you obey, you seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and all things shall be added unto you. So I'm in the purpose and divine purpose and will and so I don't have anything to be ashamed of. And I'm just thankful that God keeps blessing me and that I'm listening and that my ears are open to hear his will. And as I place them inside of these books, that it, it accomplished what he sets out for it to do. I and I'm the vessel. And that's the way that I see myself as being the open vessel that um, is here to do what he plans and what he wants. I and love so the, the awards are like extra because mm-hmm. it's just out of obedience. I love that. So why did you settle on poetry as the vehicle to sell your story or to tell your story? Can you repeat that? You you used poetry to tell your story. What made you settle on poetry? You could have told your story through a lot of different vehicles. So I, you know, in the very early stages, I, I used to read a lot of like, you know, Romeo and Juliet, different things. And we were reading poetry in high school and I actually got a chance to meet, oh my goodness, the legendary, the late Dr. Maya Angelou when I was 14 years old. So Mm -hmm. in that year, I, I had a chance to meet her and I got a chance to tell her about how I had read, even, you know, um, I know a lot of cage bird sings and I read oh her books and I read her yeah. poetry and mm-hmm. you know, all of her wonderful poems and I was like, you know what, I wanna grow up and I wanna impact lives the way you do and I wanna, you know, shed encourage people to even be authentic and, you know, tell the stories that um they that need to be told because there's somebody else out there waiting for it. Right. And I was just so excited upon meeting her and, you know, she gave me I can't remember exactly, but I know she gave me some encouraging words because right. from that moment on I just continued to move forward in my in my purpose and like I love the stanzas and the lines and so to me my poetry seems like a story like it's like you can get everything you need you can get the characters the feelings the emotions the uh the end result you can get it all in the poetry and that's just the avenue that um 
that God had given me in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But I want to tell you as I continue, because I have five books, five poetry books. But as yeah. I began to move forward, I was telling people, oh, I'm just a poet. I'm just a poet. Right. And God corrected me one day and he was like, no, my child, you're you're whatever I need you to be. And so then he dropped that um, devotional in my spirit. So I he's like, I need, you to, you know, I need you to stop for the next 31 days and I need you to write everything that I download to you. And I obedient, I went to Dollar Tree, I got me a little dollar journal mm-hmm. and I went back and every morning I stopped and I listened and I wrote exactly what he said. And so that journal turned into the book, Quiet Moments with God, 31 Days of Life Lessons. And then I said, okay, God, I am who you called me to be. I'm an open mm-hmm. vessel to be what you called me to be. Yes. And from that, the children's book came about, Larry the Alligator Makes Friends. And so that children's that. book is, is award-winning, it's best-selling. And it was just out of obedience and listening to everything and even with the workbook that I've just done because I have therapy in my background I always right. love encouraging and helping people to work out their their problems and their situations because I don't want to just tell you how to do it but right. I want to teach you how to do it Come so on. that you will have the tools that you can do it yourself because I went through it but I know how to, you know, I use the tools to come out of it and so I always have those tools to fall back on and so with the Rebuilding Fragments workbook that's the same thing. They're building those tools. And so God started with poetry with me. And then he just moved it into, you know, whatever vein that he wanted it to be. Because I also right. have a spoken word poetry CD called Conversations with God. Yeah. And he told me specifically for those 12 poems that he wanted them to be like on music. And mm-hmm. I had music at the background. I had a, a, a work with a producer uh, out of uh, Denver now he put the music to him and it was just amazing and so every time that he wanted me to flow in an area that's where I just trusted him and I flowed I love that what insights and we have about two minutes for this question what insights yeah. are tr- <laughs> what insights or truth do you believe poetry can shed on shed on a traumatic event that others forms of writings cannot I think that's interesting. I think that poetry sometimes um, it gets you can get right to the point. Like I said, you can um, you can get right to the point. It's like like not a long time getting to it. You know, you can read it and you get everything in once. Because even like I shared um, with a poem um, when I in in lesson shadow pieces being restored about the traumatic event of just um, how I felt like giving up uh, Mm -hmm. with that poem. You, you could feel the sense of everything that the writer or the reader, they can get what you, what you meant. And it's like short and concise mm-hmm. and you get it. But at the end of it, you get that raising you up. You get right. that point of making sure that you get, that you know that you can, you can do better. You know that you can move higher. You know that this is not the end all be all. So I think that with poetry, you get a chance to get, um, you get it up close, you read the lines, mm-hmm. you get to feel it like right then, and then at the same time, you can get that empowerment that you need all in this one poem. <laughs> I love that. And that was quick. So thank you. Let me, let's get one more question in here because you have some good okay. insight. Um, what do you, what did you learn most about finding the champion in, in you 
through working endlessly through your purpose and we can kind of sum up everything this can be your final tip for the audience and literally you do have about one to two minutes on this one what did you learn most about finding the champion in you through working working endlessly through your purpose well what did I found the most is that um is that I, I already had, like you alluded to earlier, that mm-hmm. I already had everything that I needed inside of me. Yes. I just had to believe. Right. I just had to take my focus off of the things that, that I don't have or the things that weren't available to me, but I had to look at what I had. And it's a good way that I talked about when I did my first keynote about discovering the champion in you. Mm-hmm. Um, God said to use what you have in your hands. Right. So what I had in my hands, was the poetry. What I had in my hands was my experience. Right. What I had in my hands was the insight that the books and the poetry and that everything that it provided to people. And so discovering that champion, as I began to grow through that process mm-hmm. and build on the strengths that I had, I mm-hmm. built on those strengths and I utilized those strengths and those they helped me to continue to walk out, walk it out in right. action and implement and so building, you know, discovering your champion doesn't mean that you're just sitting on the sidelines waiting on something to happen. You have to work it, work your right. magic, right. work your dream, work your goal, work your business plan, whatever God gives you, you have to work it. And so what I had, and I went back to that 14, as a 14 year old where he said, as I heal you, your words will help me to heal others. And I so always that. in my mind, I know that I'm doing this to impact the lives of someone else. I'm writing this for that person who feels misunderstood, who right. feels like no one's in her corner. And so these words that I provide will shed that light and say, hey, you can move higher. You can discover your champion. You have everything that you need on the inside of you. So come on with me and let's keep moving forward. And so discovering that champion and what I have in my hands were these empowering, encouraging, real-life experiences uh, with people. And some of the ones that he just gave me insight was, is just to keep moving forward and build on the strength of knowing that you are enough. That right. you, at the end of the day, what God gave you, it's only it's with you. And so many other people out in the world can do exactly, can be doing what you do, but they cannot do it like you do it. Come and on. if you don't show up, and if you don't discover what you have inside of you, and those gifts, talents, and abilities, and that champion that is ready to get out there, then you know, you're going to, you're going to kind of like miss out. And so when you do the work and when you heal yourself and when you walk forward with your head up high and you believe and you work on those strengths, you grow through your experiences and you implement your plans, Mm -hmm. you will discover that champion that is waiting to make its mark on the world. And that's Uh, who I, I wake up every day just to be visible and to be used. And how can I serve the people that read my books and the people that I speak to and talk to and interact with every day. I love that. Give me real quickly. You have 30 seconds of a uh, uh, one website or where our listeners can reach you, LaDonna. Okay. Well, you can go to www.ladonnamarie.org. I have everything there, my website. And also, well, you can follow me on Facebook and it's www.facebook.com slash LaDonna MC. I look forward to hearing from you all. Thank you so much for this time. I'm so excited and amazed. (laughs) 
<laughs> Thank you so much, LaDonna, for being a part of the show. I am elated to have participated in the, in this show today. I know that someone somewhere was touched by this wealth of knowledge. Thank you so much to the Savvy Speak podcast guest, the other queen of the round table, LaDonna Marie, who is an award-winning author, poet, speaker, coach, and host, who you can find out more about this powerhouse at www.iamlisanobles.com. And as a bonus, please visit www. I am lisanobles.com slash resources.html where you can receive fee free podcast resources for downloading the show show today for being a part of my community. I love you. I truly do. And thank you for being a part of the show. And remember, you are, as I always say, you are a unique combination of experiences, clothed in purpose, strength, and destiny. Bye-bye. Thank you. Have a great week. And I'll see you right here next time on the Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast. God bless and I love you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast with Ms. Lisa Nobles. Online at imlisanobles.com and on Facebook and Instagram at EWOFP. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review and we'll catch you next time on Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast. Activate, motivate, inspire.